Let me read this one to myself because I did this. Let me see. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. I was trying to be funny, and I think I am. <laughs> <laughs> hey, roaches and worms. I'm Toddy Tondera, and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour through secondhand items, searching for vibrant vintage, useful unusuals, big budget bangers, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week, we curate a thrift haul, dive into the details, play some games, and maybe even a few surprises. I'm still sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? cold suppers off of frisbees and don't complain when the snow falls dream of beaches and not propane rap ferrera welcome everyone to the latest edition of thrifty secondhand shopping for worm people and i'm the biggest baddest dirtiest worm in the dirt this is toddy tondera your host and thank you for hitting that download button a few weeks back we talked about an underdog player in the kitchen which is tupperware Today, we're going to be talking about an overdog player in the kitchen, the first string OG of how you eat. Plates. That's right, any kind of plates. And in this intro, you heard Rat Ferreira talking about eating cold suppers off of Frisbees and don't complain. I had heard that line in a rap song when I was a little younger, and it made a lot of sense to me. Why? Well, because I re- it resonated with me. Why also? My buddy Mike also lived truly to that standard. I met Mike in college. He was a very cool guy, and he taught me a lot about life, and he also taught me a lot about punk rock. So we would eat cold suppers off of Frisbees all the time. He also would have a trick where he would put a bag of potato chips in the microwave just to shrink it and make it a necklace. Unfortunately, Mike has passed away, but he did teach me a lot. This episode, buddy, is for you. But I've also learned a lot from today's guests. We have the Thrifty A-Team here today talking about plates. First, to my right, DJ Lil. Welcome back to the Thrifty Couch. How are you feeling uh, in these summer months? Thanks for having me. Summer is not my preferred time of year, but the skies here are clear today. The sun is out, rare in Pittsburgh. Yes, very rare. You have a new dew. You have I a new do. new haircut with she you're back do. to your, mm-hmm. you're back to your natural this is my style natural hair color. color. <laughs> the pink, the pink that grows the right from pink. the follicles. Yes. And also today we have Rachel Stratton returning to it's the show. Me. Giver of the new deal. Giver of the pink. Pink giver. Keeper of the hair. I saw it halfway through. I uh last week That's I right. went to Rachel's <laughs> shop where Lil was and, and I, I, I probably in. looked away I don't usually look. <laughs> <laughs> I walked in and it was just uh, a lot of people getting their hair done including Lil who had like a 
pink mohawk at the time because your hair was all up there was a ton of people and i was like i will just sit by the door for now <laughs> <laughs> which that's usually like the good way to go but you can also always escape to my secret room mm-hmm. i have the secret salon room for anybody that does get overwhelmed in the space you do have a new space which is really cool it's like it feels very vip mm-hmm. to oh, be it's, be- the, it's the champagne room but please please don't touch any anybody yeah 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 nothing but you have room for all your supplies and all your goodies and I remember when uh I first got my hair cut and styled by you that was like your picture room yes Mm -hmm. and now it's where you live it is where I live I live in the picture room that's what I've always wanted and then here you are see that Uh, dreams do come true folks (laughs) but yes we're going to be talking about plates today I know a few weeks ago we talked about Tupperware but this is uh, the the best thing to eat food off of our plates. Um, but Mike, I still love you, and I dedicate this one to you. So this week, I have a, a lot of uh, cool plates, and I'm looking at the plates that are going to be sp- spoken about today, and I think we definitely leveled up in the sense of a lot of cool plates are going to be talked about. And a couple reasons, Rachel, that I wanted to make sure that you were on this episode, <laughs> one being... With you being the clown keeper, I wanted to give you some of my clown plates, which I will have the opportunity to do today. And also, this is the first episode where this has been possible, but we are going deity versus deity in a thrifty trivia showdown. Um, If you are new to the show, we ask each other trivia-based questions, A, B, C, or D, based on our thrift finds that we introduce to the show. And whoever gets the most questions right gets the most points. And whoever has the most points walks home with the thrifty deity. Now, there are, there's been a second act of deity. I have a ceramic <laughs> troll deity, which I won, uh, I believe, a couple of weeks ago at this point. And then the elf deity, which has been owned, I think, by everyone on this couch at least once so far at least once we've taken them home and lil has went on many adventures with elf and lil you you might have the opportunity to not only be the best dj this side of the allegheny but another friend to elf um (laughs) do you have any more planned adventures if you go home with elf today well, if it's possible, if I can get both deities and go on a double deity date. Oh, okay. Triple um, D. And uh, with it, with the troll, the troll deity that I don't know that I mentioned before, but I just found my man in a garbage can. Oh, the um, berry man in the garbage can. So we've got trolls, we got space aliens in Hawaiian shirts, and we've got plates. <laughs> it's time to get thrifty. So I'm going to go over my first find of the day today, and it is from 1998. Uh, This is something that says on the back of it, do not eat food off of, because there's pictures on the front. What we're talking about is an Alan Jackson uh, plate, and uh, I found this Alan Jackson country star plate in an abandoned building in New Kensington, Pennsylvania. New Kensington, Pennsylvania is a little bit out of the city, and I'll be hosting a vendor event there next month, unrelated. But related, there was uh, an ad on Craigslist that said uh, that this person bought this abandoned building, and they have no idea what they're going to do with it, but they got it for cheap. But the building itself is filled with everything that's ever been in that building. So the person was like, 
fill a bag for five bucks. Come on down, take anything out, fill a bag for five bucks. Hell yeah. Very smart. I found this Alan Jackson tape, a tape uh, plate, and it is plate number 19907C in the limited edition of Everything I Love by Dan O'Leary. And uh, Alan Jackson is labeled on this plate as country as country gets. Mm. Oh. And uh, oh. for those unfamiliar with Alan Jackson, I only know this man by name, but uh, he's known for blending traditional honky-tonk country with mainstream country pop sounds. Uh, his own music, uh, he, he says that he writes his own music, which is interesting because I thought all bands don't really say, like, I love writing my own music because that's just, like, the thing. But I guess for folks like this, sometimes they just do covers. So he's like, yes, I write my own music, but he also has two gospel albums. Of course. Mm-hmm. And two and two Christmas albums, which essentially... Only two? Essentially is just four gospel albums, right? Um, but he has a couple of heights in popularity in the early 90s and also in the early 2000s. He's had two heights of popularity and uh, he has some hits. And he calls... He calls his, uh, he calls like, as everybody has like some sort of Instagram or, uh, you know, website or something. But when you open Alan Jackson's website, it says at the top, the Alan Jackson website. And for some reason, I just thought that was hilariously (laughs) boomer lingo. Like, welcome to- I know where I've arrived. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Alan Jackson website. The. (laughs) Um, He's quite possibly a Democrat. Um, I was looking into that stuff, and he's donated to some uh, Democratic politicians. But the plate itself, on the right side of the plate, my man is in a button-down white shirt, white cowboy hat, tight-as-shit blue jeans with an acoustic guitar, and then on the left of the plate is sort of a, a pastel sort of painting of alan jackson just his head and alan jackson is alive and well to this day but it looks like this is like more of a memorial plate of someone who has died it is definitely a memorial to that beautiful shoulder length blonde Mm -hmm. hair that i cannot say would be in the same condition it appears on this painting and as a hairstylist and guru you gotta love the hair right gotta gotta know yeah so that was my uh, first find for today it's from 1998 I'll be passing it around. And associated with that plate is not food. You can't eat off of it. So it's one of those things you just put on a stand and appreciate and accept. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) But I have have a couple of uh, different trivia questions about Alan Jackson for you that you two have uh, the first opportunity to gain some points again this episode. It's a powerhouse episode. It is for two deities. So my first Alan Jackson question, I guess, will go DJ Lil will be first to answer it. Alan Jackson is for sure a guy. You can tell this by the way he attempted to impress his now wife. What did he do to attract her attention? So they're married now, but what did he originally do to attract her attention? A... Flipped a penny down her shirt and tried to retrieve it. <laughs> B, hid in the back seat of her car and popped up when she drove away. Oh. 
C forced a one on one conversations about their relationship getting more serious than it currently was. Uh huh. Or D. Alan Jackson did something else to the attract attention of his soon-to-be wife. Again, what did Alan Jackson do to attempt to impress his now wife? A. Flipped a penny down her shirt and tried to retrieve it. B. Hid in the back seat of her car and popped up as she drove. C. Forced a one-on-one conversation about the relationship being more serious. D. None of the above. So, DJ Lil, what did this country bumpkin do to uh, present himself to his now wife? What are your feelings? I'm feeling A. A? So, I'm thinking summertime, like, everyone's got, like, bathing suits or, like, you know, tank tops, low-cut shirts. Let it out. And whether you mean for things to fall down your bosom or not... Um, haven't heard whether... the word bosom in a long time. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Nor do I whether... remember there being a down in yeah, there. Whether, but... yeah, yeah, whether it means to drop something down there or not, it's mm-hmm. awkward when you have to fish it out. Or if it falls in there, yeah, whether it's your fault or not. Um, so he could have had a sense of humor and being like kind of prankster about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, a good, a good... Like, yeah, you'll definitely remember this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so, I ass- I'm going to go with A. I assume if this were true, if this is or were true, I assume that his wife has to have a somewhat a, a big amount of cleavage for that to be... Because I, I don't know if you flip a penny down someone's shirt. Oh, I'm certainly not catching anything. <laughs> oh, no way. Is it it's coming going, out the other side? It goes, <laughs> it's just a ball It track. goes right, right down to the boxers. <laughs> so he would be fishing them out of your pants. <laughs> oh, no. More like my sock. <laughs> <laughs> there's also nothing in your pants. Right. It just goes. There's nothing. Just, uh, there's nothing. It goes to right it. down. Okay. Okay. So you went with A. He flipped a penny down her shirt and tried to retrieve it. Same question for our elf deity current owner, Rachel. Alan Jackson is for sure a guy. You can tell this by the way he attempted to impress his now wife. What did he do to attract her attention? A, flipped a penny down her shirt and tried to retrieve it. B, hid in the backseat of her car and popped out when she drove. C, forced a one-on-one conversation about their relationship becoming more serious. Or D, Alan Jackson did something else. Now, if I were hoping to be the wife of Alan Jackson, or if I am in the vicinity of Alan Jackson, he better have more than a penny to put down my ample bosom. <laughs> Thank you. That's if not you're enough. In there, right? If you're digging, it better be. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I get it. A quarter is a little bigger. He might not be able to like fit a little bit so much. Yeah. He, oh, is it smaller? It's harder to get. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, sir. Mm-hmm. I would. I expect a silver dollar. Uh, Imagine fishing a dollar out of a shirt. Would that be harder or easier? Depends how sweaty Back to you, you are. Lil. If somebody with... flipped a dollar <laughs> yeah. down your shirt, where would that end up? Depends how, <laughs> how sweaty. <laughs> Depends it how might sweaty just land on my chest and stick there. <laughs> it stick or slide faster. Yeah. Yes, right. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. The wind will carry it away for sure. So, so I'm gonna say it wasn't. I'm gonna say it wasn't the penny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do want to to think that somebody did marry Alan Jackson after Alan Jackson popped up in the back of their 
fucking car. Yeah. But I'm going to go with he sat her down. He locked blue eyes with, I can only assume, her blue eyes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And had a very deep one-on-one about, hey, we just met and we need to take this further. Okay. I'm going with the, the, the number letter, letter number C. The letter number C. Okay. So we have a flip to Penny and we have a forced conversation. Those listening at home. Pick what you think Alan Jackson did to degrade his now wife. You got it picked? Okay. So first off, DJ Lil, you went with A, flipped a penny down her shirt and tried to retrieve it. That is correct. Oh, Dang. yeah. Before, before I get into that, uh, Rachel, you had said C, forced a one-on-one conversation about their relationship after just a meeting. That's also correct. What? What? In fact, I was just in a good mood. A, B, C, and A, B, and C all happened. Oh! All happened, so you both get a point. I didn't know I could write answers like that. Yeah, no, it doesn't work like that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't work like that. No question has worked like that or will work like that. But I was looking at this. One-time host's privilege. And he has done all of these things. And they were, like, within the first, like, couple of days meeting her. Um, he did, in fact, hide in her back seat and popped up when she. Which drove... one was? Uh, was that one first or the penny first? Oh yeah, what was first? I was don't first? know. Maybe the conversation, the conversation was... was first. I don't know. You gotta hope the conversation was first. But I like to think that the conversation was first. It happened in her car. Yeah. And then, uh, by the way, this happened. The, the pop up happened in the a Dairy change. Queen. Oh, good. Oh. <laughs> Dairy Queen. She was she was inside a Dairy Queen getting ice cream and came back to the car and drove away. And he goes, whoa, I'm Alan Jackson. <laughs> Will I'm, you marry me? I'm country star you Alan Jackson. You know me from plates you can't eat off of. <laughs> yeah. Picture this, honey. You, me, thousands of plates we can't eat off of. <laughs> Donating to Democratic politicians. <laughs> Think um, about it. Here's a penny. Yeah, think about it. <laughs> so that's how I think happened. But you're both correct. Amazing. Well, he that's did, great. He did both of these things. Um, uh, this one, pretty simple Alan Jackson question. Why did Alan Jackson first start wearing a cowboy hat? And this goes to Rachel first. Why did Alan Jackson first start wearing a cowboy hat? A, his father said it made him look like a true cowboy. Mm-hmm. B, to cover a scar he had on his head. Aww. C, to hide his wandering eyes as he people watched is something he was commonly known to do. Uh. D, none of the above. Now, I will state all of my questions from here on out are one letter. There, <laughs> there's you not, promise? That's... There are... There, there are one letter answers to this, but again, not all of the above, not all of the above, but I had to do the, all of the above. Cause I'm just like, homie really did a lot <laughs> to get married. Um, so again, why did Alan Jackson first start wearing cowboy hat? A, his father said it would make him look like a true cowboy. B to cover a scar. C to hide his wandering eyes as he people watched D none of the above. Rachel, how are you feeling? I'm feeling like he's a watcher. I've, I already had the inclination that he had to lock blue eye upon blue eye. So I'm going to I'm gonna ride that. 
And mm-hmm. I'm going to say that he definitely leers. He's a leering man. And it's only. <laughs> There's a different style of man out there. It's called leering. leering. Yes, absolutely. So Alan, Alan Jackson began to wear a cowboy hat in order to be more stealthy. That is, I'm going with C. And there's reason to believe that to be true because, uh, yeah, he hides in back seat. Hiding in back seats versus people watching this cowboy hat seemed to be a better go for him, if that's indeed <laughs> correct, that is. Uh, okay, same question, DJ Lil. Why did Alan Jackson first start wearing a cowboy hat? A, his father said it'd make him look like a true cowboy. B, to cover a scar. C, to hide his wandering eyes. He people watched. D, none of these reasons. I'm inclined to go with C as well. C, a double most, C. Most people wear just wear sunglasses. To do yeah, that. to do that. But what if you're um, a cowboy? But the cowboy hat seems like a stylish choice. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's nervous about not being seen and as you a look, true cowboy. You look very, <laughs> he's very confident. I, yeah, I feel like if you're seen doing that, you can play it off as like, I'm very shy. <laughs> if you're wearing a cowboy hat, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. There's shy, shy cowboys out there. And we might have one. <laughs> he's looking very coy while he does it. Yes. So okay. he says, would you bring me an ice cream too? <laughs> yeah. Can we stop at Dairy Queen? <laughs> yeah. I'll give you some coins here. Okay. So we have, uh, we have uh, a double C here. Why did Alan Jackson first start wearing a cowboy hat? A, his father said to make him look like a true cowboy. B, to cover a scar. C, to hide his wandering eyes. He people watch D, none of the above. At home, lock in your answers. So we have a double C for DJ Lil and Rachel here. And that is incorrect. Incorrect. Uh, Down together. He originally put on a cowboy hat to cover a scar. Boring. Boring. But then he grew his hair out. So then he was like, well... I guess I should have done that originally, but um, cowboy yeah. hats a little faster. Yeah, mm-hmm. to to cover a scar. But I thought the wandering eye was a good one, considering there is some previous knowledge of him being a, a leering, wanderer. a leering-eyed, leery man. And in the one in one thousand million chance that Alan Jackson listens to this or his publicist, he's just like, hey, people are out here like, people know about the coin, dude. <laughs> Have you been to a Dairy Queen since then? I think you should stay away. Um, So we have one point through two questions uh, for both of you. And this will bring us on to uh, a couple of clown plates that I'm very eager to discuss with the gang today. (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah, Rachel has decided that she wants the... uh, the, the one with the castle in the back. Excellent choice. I, I can't get over it. Do you see it? It's yes. beautiful. Yes. And what we have are uh, t- uh, two clown plates here. One was made in 1983, which is the one where uh, a, a, a uh, rubber-faced harlequin, harlequin clown is sitting on a unicorn fighting a dragon. And then in the back is a castle. The other one is sort of like... Uh, it's the same fella. It's the same Harlequin c- clown, but he is uh, his head is as big as his airplane, and there are a couple of birds on it. But it's him <laughs> no. in a one-person airplane flying through the sky, and uh, these were actually red skeleton plates, and it's based on Richard Skelton, who was uh, popularized as a clown in the 1930s and 40s. Mm-hmm. 
So this is your boy uh, as plates, and I would welcome you to have one of these plates because these are only two of like the four plates I have in my kitchen. Um, are they not safe for eating, or are they safe for nah, eating? Nah, you could eat off of these. It's not no Alan Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> but on the back, it said, created from an original work of art by Red Skelton, a numbered edition of 15,000. Uh, this particular plate where he is on the unicorn fighting a dragon with the castle is 10,372 out of 15,000. Uh, the plate over here where he's flying his own plane... A little more depressed than he looks in the other one. Not super aerodynamic. Mm, no, this is this is seven thousand one oh four out of fifteen thousand, and this was in nineteen eighty four. One oh four. That's nice. Yeah, like right. That low number. Yeah, you got you like those low numbers. You never know if those are real either, but you like to think they are. Yeah, I hold it in the light, see if the shine was marked on before or after the rest of the print. Is it real? Is it real? Yes, and it, what's cool about it too is uh, obviously Red Skelton did not sign this, but it appears on the back. As if he did, like that was a grease pencil. With a like a grease pencil, for some, sure. Some some, but uh, there's some cool markings I'll pass around, and uh, I will be careful. But it's the first time I can do this. Some of that in there, right? <laughs> Add that to the mix. That didn't pop too high. Doesn't look like. Oh, I also should say that uh, a couple weeks ago when I was taping Thrifty, a ghost had taken over the laptop, and now it's just. The cursor moves absolutely everywhere. So now when I record, I have no idea if it's actually recording until I uh, click it. So if there are any weird gaps in spaces, it's a ghost, but I think we should be good. <laughs> but I will pass these around. Thank you. But they're beautiful plates. They're very colorful. Every oh, color yes. in the rainbow was used somewhere on those plates. Of course. And um, I don't know if they're microwave safe. I would say not just because of the uh, the designs on them, but um, I got those traditionally and not from an abandoned building this time. I, I think what was neglected to be said about the, the the big head on the plane is the reason he's looking a little extra sad, do you see? His eyes are cast down upon two lover birds that are on the wing of the plane. Only he, a clown keeper would realize. Absolutely. He is flying high in the sky and still <laughs> sad about the love between the birds. Between the seagulls. And there's a face on the front of the plane. Oh, there is. At Thrifty Podcast, you you can see it for yourself and make your own. So if you're listening to this episode and want to see what these look like. Sad and disapproving. Sad and disapproving. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, it sounds like my mom. (laughs) Oh. Uh, So that's that's what we have for the plates today for me. And I have a couple of cool questions for both of you each of you has one point and again deity versus deity this is a huge episode so someone's walking out of here with two of these things walking right out so to send out the red skeleton show what was the goodbye message and i believe dj will europe or yes yes. to send out the red skeleton show which again was 1930s and 40s what would red skeleton say a, see you next time, honk, honk. B, remember to check under your bed, exclamation <laughs> mark. C, good night and may God bless. Was he a, was he a praying clown? <laughs> Did he pray? Sacred, sacred clown, question mark. Or of course, D, none of the above. He said, 
something else. And DJ Lil, you were up first again. What did he say? Is his goodbye message? See you next time. Honk honk. B. Remember to check under your bed. C. Good night and may God bless. D. None of the above. What are your feelings? They all seem like pretty good, quick, end of show, wrap it up, Mm -hmm. consistency Mm kind of lines. But I'm going to go with D, none of the above. I think he said something else. I think those other lines were from something else Mm -hmm. or just vague enough that, you know, he wanted to have a catchier phrase to wrap up the show. Mm -hmm. I guess none of them exactly rhyme. None of the ones that I wrote exactly rhyme either. Maybe one, yeah. Um, maybe he said get roached or something like that to end <laughs> his show. I don't know anybody who anybody would do that, but. Um, okay, so we have a D. Uh, DJ Lil thinks there's a D introduced into this episode. It is Deity versus Deity. Who knows? <laughs> Same question, Rachel. Mm-hmm. To send out the Red Skelton show, what was the goodbye message? A, see you next time, honk honk. B, remember to check under your bed. <laughs> C, good night and may God bless. D, none of the above. Pressure's on as a clown fan. I want it so bad to be about the bed. It could wear very well. Oh, Foreshadowing really, for Alan Jackson. I really want this. <laughs> yeah. um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that he said something that bizarre, and it just contributed to to clown fear culture. He made it worse. Oh, I'm gonna say he made. <laughs> he paved the way for Uh-oh. leering Yay. men. Oh. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, yes, I'm going to go. What was that? That was the, the number letter, number B. Yeah, remember to check under your bed. Is that Remember okay? to check under your bed. So, uh, to send the Red Skeleton Show out, what was the goodbye message? A, see you next time, honk, honk. B, remember to check under your bed. C, good night, may God bless. D, none of the above. DJ Lil first went with D, none of the above. And that answer is incorrect. Eh. That's not right. It is Take one of chance. these three. Was it the bed one, though, right? Mm. And that answer is actually incorrect oh, as well. No. Mm. no. Well, that, that makes me feel... Religious guy. Oh. Okay. Religious right. guy. Good night and may God bless. How else is he going to get anybody to trust him? Separation right. of... Separation. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> separation of church and state and clowns. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Separation of church and comedy. <laughs> right. But I guess if you're doing your shtick in 1930, 1940, and you're a Harlequin cl- clown with very big rubber face... You're going to have to get adults to trust you, so you got to start praying. So mm-hmm. uh, he said, good night, and may God bless. And that's how every Red Skelton show would uh, pan out. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, okay. So, okay. Uh, we have one more question and an opportunity to get one more point for both of you folks. This question will go to Rachel straight away, our All clown right. keeper. Let me read this one to myself because I did this. Let me see. Uh, oh, okay. I was trying to be funny, and I think I am. <laughs> Let's find out. I have out. to check on my past self to see if I'm funny. Um, what did the human race eat off of before 
the true plate was invented. The human race. Yeah, I was like, what was I going off here? Um, but yes, the human race, humans that exist before plates, which our episode topic is, before the invention of a traditional plate, we'll say. Got it. What, uh, what did people, what did the human race eat <laughs> off of? Uh, so A, rocks that were smoothed down by water. So, like, mm. if there was a creek, it, water food would, rock. Food rock, mm. yeah. yeah. Um, B, stale bread, because it would harden. Like, it would harden like a, a yeah. Like a bowl, like, yeah. You're telling me there was bread before there were plates? I don't know. I don't know. know. I could be lying. But if if this answer is correct, mm-hmm. I'm, saying, I'm saying yes. If the answer is if. correct. Lavender if unleavened. Yes. Yeah. Stale bread would harden Lavender unleavened stale to, bread. The, the interesting thing is, if this answer is correct, that also means they weren't positive if bread was food. <laughs> <laughs> After a certain amount well, of time. Well, I guess if it would then become stale, they would make it a plate. Okay. I guess if they would cook the bread, they would eat the... I don't know. Um, leaves from trees, C. <laughs> ah, yes. Leaves from... Which I think would be a very common one. Mm. Um so again, Rachel, what did the human race eat off of before the true plate was invented? A, rocks that have been smoothed by water. B, stale bread. C, leaves from trees. They would take them down and put the food on top of that. Or D, none of these are real. They did something else um, that they were eating off of. Uh, so none of the above. What are your thoughts there? You've already made it known that you don't know, you don't believe it could be bread. I, I clearly don't believe in the bread. Mm-hmm. Um, I think A, I think A, um, the smooth, I like the idea of humans immediately being like, I just need a big surface in front of me. I need big flat and I need to put the food all over it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so I'm going with they flatten they, this shit out. Yes. yes. Everyone loves a spread. Yes. yes. Char, charcu, charcuterie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, A. I'm gonna go with A. They ate on smoothed down water food rocks. Yep, mm. food down, smoothed down water food rocks is not dissimilar to what I had written as a sentence. <laughs> Same question, DJ Lil. What did the human race eat off of before the true plate was invented? A. Rocks that had been smoothed by water. B. Stale bread. C. Leaves from trees. Or D. None of the above. It was something else they ate off of. I was going to say someone else's hands. Right? Um, <laughs> right? Got to take it's, turns. It's a bonding activity. <laughs> right? Yes. And um, that actually could be the answer Could have been. But I'm going to go with C because still today, like, there are certain leaves that are used mm-hmm. in the process of cooking and for certain dishes. Um, and it sounds kind of cool. Like, once you're done, roll it up pitch it into the woods or eat it, just, or or eat it yeah. mm-hmm. depending on the crunchiness of the leaf yeah right i mean i think it's mm-hmm. i mean honestly or go wash it down by the food rock there is so many things that you uh, can eat coexistence huh how about that <laughs> food rock and the leaf life food rock <laughs> <laughs> use the leaf to brush off the hey <laughs> but yeah people there's a lot more stuff people can eat that don't like if i walk around and i find like a good berry bush I'm going to maybe Google it for a second before I <laughs> yeah, eat it. it. But if poison. I can't find any demeaning evidence that I will die, I'm throwing popping it in. Just pop, see what's going in. Pop, pop. But uh, 
but when I go on my travels through the woods, which I often walk, and then I wonder why I have Lyme disease. Um, oh, no. <laughs> I, I always find berries, and I'm just like, Maybe I you'll I'm find like, an antidote berry. Could be. Hey. Hey, Stardew Valley. That game came out and kind of changed generations, so maybe eventually <laughs> I will be free of disease. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay. So we have uh, – we went first with Rachel – and Rachel said rocks had been smoothed by water. Uh, that is incorrect. Oh, mm, dying today. That, that is incorrect. Ugh. Uh, DJ Lil, uh, same question. What did the human race eat off of before the true plate was invented? You said C, leaves from trees. Mm-hmm. That is also incorrect. Mm. They would eat mm. off of stale bread, which they called trenches. That's wrong. It's not. <laughs> I. You would think that leaves would be correct. You. Uh, yeah. Because I you changed can, my mind midway through my answer. I would. The leaves I sound like better. You would have eaten all the bread before it got stale. But apparently, you didn't. You made. That's what. That's where plates were used. You'd make bread, and if it would stale up, you would keep a piece of bread to become stale and use that as a vessel. And not as a bread. <laughs> no longer food. No longer food made into bread. But as you said, why are we not eating off each other's hands? Why are we not eating off our own hands? How are we supposed to trust each we other? Would li- we, would, we would take life so much sl- uh, slower That's why this pace country that way. Is in the damn shape Hell it's yeah. in. <laughs> um, you got, yeah. No one wants Find a to friend. serve their friends' foods by their hands Find anymore. Find a friend. Feed no. hands. So, you know, growing up back in my neighborhood, it's we the only eat way off each other's eat. body parts all the time. <laughs> it's the only way to do it. But for some reason, when I was doing this question last night, I wanted to have a fake answer that said people would eat off their forearms. And I was just like, why not hands? Why did I say forearm? So I scratched it. They're much flatter. The forearm is flat. Like, just like so that's why I like one shish kebab. Yeah, like you just eat off. I don't know, but the first like a I mean, sliced banana. I'm sure all of these methods roll. were used, but the first on record stale bread, which they called trenches, and that's what they use for plates. Was the Wait. record also kept on stale bread? Yeah. Was it paper too? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Was bread paper? <laughs> hey Siri. But I I wasn't sure because I didn't reread these questions, and I was going down the list of an episode about plates and somewhat clowns. And I read, what did the human race? And I was like, what the fuck is this question? I'm going to have to reread this to make sure. So, yes. So, no one got any of the plates questions right. I'm okay with that. But we did have, uh, I believe, uh, both of you have one One point point. through four questions. Our guest is superstar Alan Jackson. It's been a busy day for you. I know you've been hanging out in the bus back there, and you've got all the niceties of home in there, haven't you? I do. Yes, you do. Yeah. You got that little satellite dish on top and everything? Yeah, yeah, you gotta, gotta have the dish. I've got spoiled. I know. As soon as that bus backed in, I watched, and his dish went straight up there. So I know? learned that from George Jones. You know, he's got the dish on his. And, uh, really? Yeah, it keeps you sane out there, you know. Of course, I get to watch y'all every night, you know, and watch the opera. What really do uh, It helps me uh, catch up on a lot of television on the road that I don't get to see no I got you. Which is why you don't come in the show very often, because you know what we do to you, right? <laughs> Things like this. In an article in the paper, the title of the article, the headline here, is 
Alan Jackson to be wearing new briefs. Everybody, everybody is talking about this it's new deal. Right out, yeah, oh, we're starting right out. Yeah, I got hey, we, we don't hold back yeah. here. You know that. So you made this big deal with Fruit of the Loom. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, we're. Okay. Uh, well, they're sponsoring your tour next yeah, year. Yeah, it's. it's uh, I don't know a lot about it yet because it's still kind of in the, mm -hmm. in the final. Under wraps. Yeah. Under wraps. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know what the question is, Alan, well, on all the women's <laughs> minds. Well, they want to know if you're going to be like Jim Palmer and some of these other people who actually model the product. Well. It took me a while to build up all these fans that I have. You know, I don't want to lose them all in one shot. <laughs> so, so you're saying uh, you're... I don't really know. I hadn't heard, heard if we were going to do that or not. I, uh, would, would you be willing? Well, if I, if I wanted to wear I'd probably would, could do it. You know? For Deity versus Deity, uh, DJ Lil has one point. Rachel has one point. And then, um, DJ Lil, do you want to go next with your uh, thrift finds, your plate sure. finds for today? And it will now be my time to see if I can gather some points. to collect some points. Some points. Mm -hmm. And Hopefully. I could better monitor the uh, ghost laptop with the cursor oh. moving all around to make it's sure it's recording. You can see it from yeah, here. Yeah, oh yeah, I could. Yeah, cool. Scary? Uh, when it gets it's scary, I'll, I'll put. Yeah, when it it's gets scary, ominous. I'll point it towards you. Yeah, I'm waiting for you to tell me it's not okay. They're here. Okay, <laughs> I'll just flip it this way for fun that we all can see and just know I am not moving that. I'm not. There's nothing you that's are. moving that. So okay. Ghost. Ghost. So we have some plates over here. Yeah. So I got some plates with me today. My first item today. Wow. There it is. Wow. Um, I had, to, <laughs> I had to go through the cupboard real quick to wow. grab it. That'll get the ratings up. Right. <laughs> That'll get the Pittsburgh best of votes up. <laughs> so my first item today is a Gibson brand uh, dinner plate. It's like eight and a half inches diameter. It's got a floral fern pattern on the outside. It's white in the middle. It's always felt sort of um like hawaiian or tropical mm -hmm. um to me mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. fun it's a it's a happy plate yeah it's it happier than the clowns i have yeah it's uh mm, i guess well, so <laughs> <laughs> there's not a dragon that looks like he's deflating which could make your sandwich better or worse yeah yeah um this dish is the last surviving dish of the set that i bought secondhand the first time i moved out of my parents house oh. so it's like this is my nostalgic piece for today cool um, very good so there, there used to be bowls mugs other dishes like this cool and have and, they all broken over the years yeah between breaking and moving this is it and they're solid so yep definitely nostalgic um yeah I, I i i you have said that glass glasses do break often in your yeah, house that's, that's, uh, <laughs> even before you know that i always try to buy like secondhand dishware because it's gonna break yeah and i don't want to cry too much about it mm -hmm. um yep so that's the last one of that collection um and for those collectors out there this is pattern 191 
Oh, from, well, thank you. From the Gibson back catalog. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm going to guess it's like early 2000s. There's mm-hmm. really nothing uh, special. Or the memories like, are. Yeah, besides <laughs> the memories. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my cousin and I had a good good old time together. So That's very cool. Yes. Uh, my first question. Oh, okay. Not about Gibson. Mm-mm. Not about men plates <laughs> could be about men <laughs> informal dining okay there are a lot of utensils of course what do you do with all of them oh no you're gonna put me on the spot you know i know nothing yeah. about this <laughs> we don't have manners here <laughs> yeah oh man this would imply that i grew up eating at a table <laughs> i was well, eating off I, rocks look i smoothed I have, uh, like, way, way back in the day, fine dining training, so I should have known this without having to look it up. You run a so proper kitchen. No... <laughs> for sure. I've seen your kitchens. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in formal dining, there are a lot of utensils in each place setting. In which order are the utensils used throughout the meal? Mm-hmm. So you know, you got your spoons and your miscellaneous forks and knives. You're like, where do I start? Is it A, in a clockwise fashion? Hmm. B, from outermost utensil inwards? Mm-hmm. C, from largest to smallest? Or D, none of the above? Hmm. Mm-hmm. That seems like both of the, all three of those, aside from none of the above, seem like ways... To have panic attacks. <laughs> Big ones to small ones. <laughs> Counterclockwise. <laughs> yeah, that's uh... um, I guess I'll, I'll go first you since I'm first speaking. Audio. Um, Would you like me to repeat the options? Sure, sure. All right. So, yeah. In which order are the utensils used throughout the meal? Mm-hmm. A, in a clockwise fashion. B, from outermost utensil inwards. C, from largest to smallest, or D, none of the above? Hmm. I'm really thinking outer to inner. Now, say that's true, and say that's what I'm thinking of. I think, now I'm not saying this is right. I'm saying internally I'm thinking this is right. But I think inner to outer seems like the way to go with utensils. I don't know if that's the proper way. We'll find out here shortly. Just in my headspace, I'm thinking you'd eat from inside to out because if you're eating from outside to in, aren't you getting that stuff dirt, dirty? I don't know. Um, this would also Not imply if you have manners. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a way to show manners. You do not dirty. Do not dirty a single dish. Could be. This also implies that this meal has more than one course, which I'm not used to. <laughs> All at once. Because it's like. I mean, pizza is a... <laughs> just... Do I use the salad fork or do yeah, I use yeah, the exactly. dessert fork? Exactly. <laughs> I have, I have, as of recently, been eating a bit healthier, but I'm saying traditionally as a human being mm-hmm. of the human race. Well, <laughs> in the, you know, in the summertime, you kind of change up your... Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to go outer to inner B. Okay. I'm going to go outer to inner B is gotcha. my answer. I like this question. It's a the dinner question. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, I needed a refresher on my etiquette. Yeah. <laughs> All right, same question to you, Rachel. All right. In which order are the utensils used throughout the meal? A, in a clockwise fashion. 
B, from outermost utensil inwards, or C, from largest to smallest? D, of course, none of the above. I'm trying real hard to think about my eighth grade home ec class and the videos they would make us watch. And there was very specifically one where they were telling us, eighth graders, don't smoke and eat at the same time. Here's a kid on this video smoking and eating. Doesn't that look super gross, this 12-year-old doing that thing? Don't so do what you're that. saying is you've never done that since. Yeah. So that's the only part of the video I remember. Yeah. So I'm sure there was something about the silverware. And I think just logically, even though I'm sure a lot of etiquette doesn't seem very logical, the outer to inner, I'm going to agree, that seems to make the most sense because it seems like it'd be the easiest to place away and your server takes away. You know, the person mm-hmm. serving you at your oh, multi-course yes. meal I'm not used toddy. to being served. <laughs> is that what it is? Yes, you are. I'm not used to being privileged. Your, your table is also being bust right. midway through. No shit. People come and get that for you. <laughs> you don't don't touch it. Don't, don't touch, touch it. it. Damn. Um Boston Market um is a place that's a fat <laughs> You'll see where I'm going with this. I always think about it. Have you ever been to a Boston Market? Not no. since maybe like 1998. <laughs> of course I've not been to a Boston. When you go I, to a so Boston Market. So my memories market, are hazy. Which by the way, I like Boston Market. So fuck both of you. <laughs> Um, Boston, see any judgment? <laughs> you seem very self-conscious at Boston Market. For those folks who have Boston Markets in their cities, um, if you don't, even if even if you do have Boston Markets, you're not going to them. I bet. Um, it's sort of like if Thanksgiving was all year round, and yeah. you go up to the counter and order. Kind of like Subway sandwich restaurant style. You say like, "I want some of that. I want some of that," and you throw it on. They bust tables at Boston Markets. Now, they don't come to your table like, how's everything? But once you get your meal mm-hmm. at the counter, bring it, eat it, they come and bust that away. There is no garbage cans. I love that. I hate that. I feel so oh, bad. But they want you to do it. They want me to do it. <laughs> but I feel so bad because every time I eat at Boston Market, you know, you're just like getting food everywhere, wiping your face with napkins. And somebody has to come and get that. I'm always like, damn, man. Anyway, go on. That's why immediately when you were like, yes, your server comes mm-hmm. in, I'm like, you know what? There's a place where this happens. And, and I, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, they don't need to be doing that. I could throw it away. But go go on. <laughs> go on. Go on. <laughs> What's our answer? Yeah. Well, maybe we need to take a field trip to the old Boston Market. I know where one is. Yeah. I, I, know where, I know where one is. <laughs> maybe the same one. <laughs> Maybe the same one. Is it the one in East Liberty? Well, there is one in East Liberty. Well, there's one in Green Tree, I'll tell you. (laughs) Yes, on the way to the airport. (laughs) I know where a few of them are. Yeah, we're. Yeah, by the urgent care. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) that's exactly why. Yeah, I went there. It was like the first couple months I lived here, and I. yeah. Had a UTI. <laughs> cool. Shout out all UTI <laughs> havers and when, past uh, havers. And you didn't go um, to the Boston market? No, I I was uh, definitely knew something was different. <laughs> so And it wasn't that the tables was, were being busted. I was new to the area and I was like, Well, let's go do this and I was like Landmark, Boston Market. Now I'll know how to get here next time and hopefully they take my insurance card. <laughs> You were just sitting in the doctor's up. office, just like dangling your feet above the floor, and you look out the window, and there's Boston Market across the street lighting the room. Not helping me with my yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, back to the question. 
Mm -hmm. In formal dining, there are a lot of utensils in each place setting. In which order are the utensils used throughout the meal? Yeah. Was it A, in a clockwise fashion? Incorrect. Was it B, what Toddy and Rachel chose? That was definitely correct. Yay! Yes. We did it. See, that seems... A see, point and a point. You could dress me up and we take me together. places. Yeah, right? I could go to places. Look at this. Tinder profile. I could go to places. <laughs> invite me. For God's sakes, invite me. See, I, I thought... know how I to know. use the utensils now. <laughs> yeah, so Rachel has two points. I have one point. Yeah, that's Pretty me. cool. There's diff- there's like also like a length away from the table you have to put them. You like use your thumb to measure. Mm-hmm. Knives have to point inwards. And as far as like bussing versus serving food, mm-hmm. there is a side where you bus from and a side that you serve from. Yeah. So that is Im- implied that this is the clean entrance point and this is <gasps> me taking away your dirty dish point. Interesting. Then there's the um, hazy on it, but the um, way you point your silverware when you're done signifies it's like a clock face i put it on my plate there's a uh it's like a silent message yes of like i'm done wait they'll bring you more yes (laughs) this you need more silverware (laughs) just a plate full of forks you just point your silverware and they're like oh yes here you go and they put another fork by you need a new spoon for this yeah okay that makes sense love it all right so i'll move on to my next question sure um, so there's all kinds of plates and designs and whatnot out there. Some plates are, you know, go for lots and lots of money, like those old, like, you know, British plates and mm-hmm. porcelain and mm-hmm. whatnot. And I don't really have time or like the eye for checking those kind of things. I just <laughs> like what, I just like what looks nice and hopefully doesn't have lead in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a certain... So my oma is Dutch, and in the Netherlands, they're known for Delftware, which is that, like, blue and white, like, mm. the classic, like, when you see, like, oh, a Dutch tile. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, and you're like, yes, oh, the windmill yes, yes, yes. and the men yeah, on the windmill. Yeah, I was trying to yeah. think. Yes. I, I don't know that I've heard that term before. Yeah, so it, we've all seen it. Yes. it's a term used for all the dishes and tiles they made in the city of Delft. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, duh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's called a couple of different things, but yeah, it's that classic, like the blue and the white, um, and it was used for like tiles in like my Oma's family's house, like all around the fireplace there were tiles, and each tile had like a different scene of like mm-hmm. dudes doing stuff, you know, yeah. windmill, you know. Sailboats. Um, yeah. yeah, boats mm-hmm. for sure. It's a small country, they have to um, yeah. <laughs> find something else to do sometimes. <laughs> you gotta go see something else. Yeah, uh, so okay, it's a yeah. tin glazed earthenware, very distinguishable style. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's heyday of production, probably lasted about 200 years. Um, obviously, it's still recreated today. Uh, but in the 1600s, an unfortunate incident in Delft, the city, made available some large premises for potters to move into. Okay. So that, you know, it's a good time for them to take advantage of like, oh, this is really picking up. We need more space. Mm -hmm. Um, Unfortunate incident gives us some more space to move into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Was it A, a gunpowder explosion? Mm. Was it B, decline in church attendance? Mm. 
there is so much that could be bl- that's blamed on that. So don't write that off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even today, even today, priests are just like, mm-hmm. no one's coming. What the fuck? Why is that? <laughs> you guys want to get to heaven or not? <laughs> Was it C, consolidation of other artisan workshops? Or D, none of the above? Hmm. And I, is it Rachel's turn I first? So. I yes. think it is mine. Yes, I think so. So I did that a little backwards there in my so, presentation. <laughs> it's okay. So one more time. Can I hear yep. the A, B, and the C? Was it A, a gunpowder explosion? Mm-hmm. B, decline in church attendance? C, consolidation of other artisans' workshops? Or D, none of the above? Um, I think that <laughs> it would probably be the decline in church that is something that people blame mm-hmm. on now and most buildings built around that time were for some religious purpose so I, you you can only fill them up so much mm-hmm. so yeah i'm gonna go with that 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 b all right yeah and huh. same question over to you i was thinking b or d as well but repeat the answers once more. Sure. Was mm-hmm. it A, gunpowder explosion? B, a decline in church attendance? C, consolidation of other artisans' workshops? Or D, none of the above? Uh, yeah. The gunpowder seems... Most unfortunate. Most mm-hmm. unfortunate situation. Um, but I will, in fact, go with B. I will go, go with, with B. B as well. I will agree with Rachel on this one. We'll get Another it round of B and B mm-hmm. and B and B. Mm-hmm. All right. So in its heyday production in the 1600s, an unfortunate incident in Delft made available some large premises for potters to move into. Rachel and Toddy chose B, and they're both incorrect. Dang. So sorry. They still loved church. Yeah. Of course they did. They loved it <laughs> enough. Well, even if the reason why I say that is because even if there wasn't like a massive decline, that's always what they pump out. It's like, it's declining, it's declining, you know. But mm. anyway, go on. It was indeed a, a oh, gunpowder explosion. Most unfortunate. So it destroyed a bunch of breweries. And, you know, those were huge... They're huge warehouse type mm-hmm. areas, so the potters yes. just moved into those, and I guess a lot of them just took the names of whatever brewery building was there. Yeah. As yeah. Their Reduce, wow. reuse, recycle. That, yeah. But if that. So sorry, they were like, "Sorry, brewers." So that's just <laughs> we'll like if a giant going. bullet exploded. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they were bullet destroyed. Building. So they had something else to move into. Dang. Okay. Yeah. So still one point for me. One point for me still. But uh, I'm but still yeah. feeling pretty okay. Still feeling pretty mm-hmm. okay. There's still I got two, so you shouldn't need more that. items. Yeah, and then DJ Lil has one, but mm. you'll have your time in the sun soon. <laughs> <laughs> to burn. Yeah. Oh, no. So my second items today are part of a set that I mostly have present. Stack um, on stack on stack, wait. yeah. Okay, that was probably roll out. No, that was um, great. Okay. Loved it. <laughs> Loved grabbing it. the dishes here so i have today three of a set of i believe my quick research shows was a set of four um sort of like pasta like soup dishes mm-hmm. um they're the corel brands by corning and they're made exclusively 
for the Morton International Salt Company. Yes. So there's the Morton Salt Girl on them. Yes. And there many iterations. Yeah. A Um, Morton Salt Girl shirt would be really cool. Oh, you can find Mm -hmm. one at Hot Topic, my friend. I'm sure. Are you serious? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Anybody work there? Something about something about salty bitch. It's a a medium shirt. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Man, oh, that's why. That's that's why she resonates with me. Yeah. (laughs) When it rains, it pours. Have the. Yeah, you had said it's really kind of hard to tell the age of this person. Oh yeah, there's yeah, there's, there's one in particular. Yeah. Um, of these dishes, which I'm not sure, it doesn't really say. It's not detailed like uh, our lovely Alan Jackson, our clown. Yeah. On the back, so it doesn't mm-hmm. say like. It does say microwavable, which is important. Oh yeah, these are definitely for daily use and enjoyment, and I'm sure someone collects them and never ate off of them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for those Mar- Morton Salt fans out there. <laughs> yeah. Have um, you eaten off of these before? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah cool. I got. I found these a couple months ago. Yeah. They're the perfect shape yeah. for everything. They're like nice and thin, perfect. Mm-hmm. So you don't eat too much. Light not and enough. When it rains, it pours. Yeah, yeah that's the one. Uh, this is which a good that one. face is not. It's very goblin y. Yeah. Well, it's kind of fun because. It's very. It's like too scrunched for the area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as the rain's coming down, she's holding a umbrella and she has a thing of salt just salting out the back mm-hmm. she doesn't a, know she doesn't know that her salt <laughs> slowly is coming out of her container on this plate yes uh, salty salty is everywhere these are going to be very fun to take pictures of because the all of these plates that we have here are very animated and cool oh yeah very dynamic so we will designs. have a lot to see at thrifty podcast this week for sure so the salt the morton salt girl very recognizable <clears throat> it's like yellow blue white just like very like clear colors you know exactly what you're looking for brand recognition um and she debuted over a hundred years ago i'd say she's uh as far as like mascots go very timeless like yeah. the most recognizable yeah over the years they've changed her for like fashion and hair trends but still i think pretty tasteful mm-hmm. i know exactly what i'm getting into yeah. Salt. Why yeah. we're not trying to like change it up <laughs> too salt. much. And we got it's so much salt. salt. No matter how much you lose, you lose that right? salt. We got more. Yeah. And it doesn't clump in the rain. Oh my god, doesn't mm. doesn't clump. No what? clumps. No clumps. It would be cool if there were different girls for different types of salt. But let's just table that because that's something maybe I could look into. That could be yeah. Fun. Like, what if it was like garlic salt and it was like a like a stinky girl, like a garlic <laughs> stinky girl. <laughs> yeah, like wouldn't that be cool? Just like with like stink waves. You know, I feel coming... like that. I feel like that troll deity might be the troll deity. Might the model. Be... Yeah, it would be the, the stinky model for salt, that. stinky salt girl. I will have you know, if I walk home today with the troll deity, which I have currently. Uh, in my possession in the sense of I have it, I'm going to make some type of thing where I make him like the stinky salt mascot. Oh, yeah. And then Stink lines. and throw that up. And so the people who may see it before they listen to the episode will have absolutely no idea what's going on. <laughs> and that's how I like to keep the audience mm-hmm. in the dark and, <laughs> and unknown. <laughs> yes. So with these plates, like I said, I've been enjoying uh, using them. Perfect mm-hmm. size, mm-hmm. and if they break, that's too bad. Um, but they've been pretty rugged so far. So, Morton Salt Company, 
been around for a long time. J. Sterling Morton, father of Joy Morton, who was the owner of the Morton Salt Company. Sounds like a NASCAR family. It does <laughs> in like Morton. 1910s. <laughs> the 1910s. The yeah. 1910s of NASCAR. Mm-hmm. So the dad of the owner of the Morton Salt Company founded Witch Holiday. What? Oh. <laughs> okay. You better tell me some holidays yeah. that have been invented by salt it- men. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This you know, wasn't even Saltman. I don't, I don't hey, you think. Know the salt guy. He's salt got dad. This idea I'm hearing. <laughs> it's called Flag Day. Listen, I know I own Morton Salt, but my dad has an idea. <laughs> right. He wants to own more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it Toddy's turn first? I think, I think so. Okay. Yes. I think so. All right. Was it A. Labor Day? Funny. Huh. B. George Washington's birthday celebrated. Celebrated. With asterisks. Did not invent George Washington. Got it. Celebrated. <laughs> Circa 1800s. Yeah. You ever you ever have a birthday and then a birthday celebrated? <laughs> like you age some years, but some years you celebrate. Right. <laughs> yes. Or was it C, Arbor Day? Uh-huh. Or maybe D, none of the above. I yeah, maybe, maybe it was them, like Christmas or something. Maybe you made them all up. <laughs> maybe you made them all up. Yeah. Father Morton. Flag Day could be cool too. Yeah, Flag Day. Um, that's me, right? Mm-hmm. So the choices again are A, Labor Day. B, George Washington's birthday. C, Arbor Day. D, none of the above. Would be interesting if the salt guy started to celebrate George Washington. Mm-hmm. Would be very interesting. Um, great question. Great question because, yeah, it could easily be any of these. Um, Labor Day seems fun. And boy, if you're known for what they call salt, <laughs> that's important. Mm-hmm. And you put a lot of work into that. And it might be nice to celebrate the fact You've accomplished something in the with sense a with a day off. And I will say, being important enough to declare a day off is hardcore. Like, imagine being important enough where you go, this, ladies everybody. and gentlemen, <laughs> is a day off. And then everybody goes, yeah! Yes. <laughs> ah, you know, <laughs> day off, day off. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with A go Labor A. Day. Right. I'm going to go with A Labor Day. Into the clown keeper over here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. J Sterling Morton, father of Joy Morton, who owned the salt company. The kid owned the company just yes. so I noted that. Okay. I'm proud of her. Um mm-hmm. founded which holiday? A Labor Day, B George Washington's birthday, C Arbor Day or D none of the above? Uh, I'm going to say C, Arbor Day, because people who had a lot of money once upon a time were these things called philanthropists oh. and wanted to do good things, maybe to sometimes with their money, or at least make it look like they were. So I would be hopeful that somebody in charge of something like Morton Salt may have dedicated some international resources to the trees. Mm. So C, Arbor Day. That's a 
They That's were thinking. They were reasoning. thinking ahead. I can. Get I can little, really talk that one out. Get yeah. a little PR in the day. Yeah. If you would have went first, the legacy. Yeah. If you would have went first, I would have copied you because that seemed fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't go first. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So, which holiday was founded by Papa Morton? Mm-hmm. Toddy went with A, Labor Day. Yes. Incorrect. <clears throat> Too big. One point. See, my Not dreams of declaring that, yeah. day off everyone in the world, in the human race. Fun fact, <laughs> that's Lil's favorite holiday. Yeah. It sure that's is. That's my favorite. Yeah, it's a good holiday, it's Lil. It's good. I'm proud of you. <laughs> it's underrated. Yeah, it is. Rachel went with C, Arbor Day, and that's correct. Yay! Whoa. They wanted to do something good! Yes. That's yeah. He's, he also, he had served as Grover Cleveland's Secretary of Agriculture. Grover Cleveland, best president name so far. Yeah. I don't think we're going to, that's not going to change. It's no. a pretty good one. We're eventually going to start getting presidents named like Mike soon. No, no, because no. We're going to get like <laughs> Riley's and yeah. Jalen's. We're going to have a President Aiden. Kyle. Oh, no. Auden. <laughs> Auden. <laughs> no women's names if we mentioned. Oh, shit. Because they're not going to be. They're not going <laughs> to let us do that. They're not, really not. I don't think so. We mm. almost had a chance for Hillary, but is that a woman mm. or just like a mutant? <laughs> I don't really know, but. I don't know. Check your emails. Arbor Day. <laughs> Three <laughs> points. For me. What are the pepper people mm-hmm. up to? If the salt people are, were up to this stuff. They did pepper. They did the pepper too. Okay. Okay. So they were important enough. They weren't important They saw the market. They cashed There's different kinds of peppercorns. So that's a whole other discussion. There's only one salt. Yes. I named my first skateboard salt. Um, you named your first skateboard. Did you name the rest of the skateboards? No, because uh, then I realized you shouldn't because people will make fun of you. What? So you? I, yeah, yeah. People made fun of me, believe it or not. Still do, by the no. way. There's still, a, there's still a group of people out there who still grown ups. Grown ups. Grown ups are tough, man, but kids are tough. You ever walk by a group of kids and you're just like, this is it. I'm going to be offended. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to hurt me. <laughs> they are going to hurt me with words. God, all they got to do is look at me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you got another point. All right. I got three points three on this points, little one point, berry one point. troll. Berry troll. I like his Salt little troll. textured body. And his mm-hmm. little it is a raspberry head. sort of. Um, Five teeth. He's and you're uh, you're going to be going on vacation soon. I you leave. might have a couple of friends in the bag. Yeah, I, okay, here's my promise. If I win, like they're coming to Vegas. Of my what? very minimal packing, I will bring my deities. Just show up to the two, to we, show, show we, up to the roulette table and be like, elf I, on all on I black. I would like to bet elf. And they're just like, oh, it's the new deity. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everybody. Everybody will know. No, stop drawing attention. (laughs) We have our campaign promises for our deity winnings. Mine was, make one stink. (laughs) Yours was, we're going to Vegas. (laughs) So I'm, mm, it's a tough choice. Think about your campaign promises, DJ Lil. I'm just said making I'm one stink. going on a double date with them. Yeah, yeah. she said double date date. We're going to go out for some fine dining now that we know how to have etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> now we know one, what what side of the table we're approached on to get rid of our dishes. Okay. Cool enough. I've got one more question for you guys to maybe wrangle a point. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
So these dishes, I think I mentioned earlier, um, they're from the Corel brand, mm-hmm. made by Corningware. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty common dish brand. Yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely have some more of those lingering in my cupboards. Mm-hmm. Corningware is manufactured out of which town in Western PA? Oh, no. I don't oh, okay. know this. Interesting. I will go to Rachel first. Hit me with it. Mm-hmm. Is it A, Aliquippa, B, Beaver Falls, C, Charleroi, or D, none of the above? Uh, my my guess is with Beaver Falls. For some reason, I'm getting. I'm from Pennsylvania. I'm from from the place that you're talking about mm-hmm. that we're in right now. I think, uh, and I feel like I have heard Beaver Falls associated with ceramic wear before. I want to say that there's something about ceramic plant or something out there. Okay. Um, so yeah, Beaver Falls. B. Right. Huh. Interesting. Okay. And same question. Yes. Corningware is manufactured out of which town in Western PA? A. Aliquippa, B. Beaver Falls, C. Charleroi, or D. None of the above. I know some things about some Western PA towns, and I don't know the answer to this. I do know Beaver Falls. They make football players. Ooh. They make very popular football players. Um. Charleroi has a cool color scheme. It's like, it, it's basically Halloween colors. Nice. So like mm-hmm. out of the out of the blo- bottle, uh, matte black and just orange, orange. Mm-hmm. Aliquippa have the quips. They didn't really ever think of a, like what to make like the McKee huh. Sport Tigers, for instance. Right. They are just the quips. Huh. I don't know. Hey, witty yeah. wit. <laughs> yeah. So I I always think about that when I hear Aliquippa, the Aliquippa quips. Uh, or D, none of the above. Uh, Altoona had the first Sheets, which is a gas station in Western PA. Nice. I like that. Uh, Aliquippa seems like they got cow, cow and like dairy farms out there. They sure sure. do. They sure do. Somerset is kind of what I think of when I think of dairy. Somerset, uh, for those uninitiated, Somerset, uh, is an interesting place because they have giant windmills and also part of 9-11 happened close to there Ooh, just a little <laughs> bit of it yeah tiny. some of 9-11 some of 9-11 Shanksville. 9-11 happened there uh yeah they should put that on the sign now entering where 9-11 happened here um i am gonna go with aliquippa i'm gonna go with, go with aliquippa yeah but western pa does have some cool towns in it yeah there's sure. a lot of manufacturing throughout this fine state of yours bottling companies all kinds of stuff yes. lots of glass yeah so i'll repeat the question everyone mm. at home corel made by corningware is a common dish brand corningware is manufactured out of which town in western pa rachel went with b beaver falls Unfortunately, incorrect. Oh. Incorrect. Mm-hmm. And Toddy went with Fine. A, Aliquippa. Yes. Well, Quips won't be rooting for you today. Wow. Incorrect. Nah. It was, it was C, Charleroi. Charleroi. Mm-hmm. Oh, ceramic, Charleroi, Sissies. Yeah, yeah, I did not know that. Dang. I have one stinking point, and I'm not going to make him stink. If I don't win. Yeah, well, I don't think he deserves it. Well, it looks like I'm not going to have the opportunity to do it. <laughs> um, so I guess that will be the end of that. So we have three points for Rachel, one point for Toddy, and one, one point, point for DJ Lil. Mm-hmm.
when your entree arrives, it will be arriving from uh, your left and taken from your right. So here we know we're having an entree because we have the cutlery that is appropriate for an entree, and that's a large dinner fork and a regular size knife. So again, we're going to eat like this with our forefinger on the back of the fork. And it's one cut, move forward, bring the bite to your mouth. And you don't eat all of your meat first and then move on to the carrots or the potatoes, but you would take a bite of each. Now, if something is on your plate that you don't care for, you just work around it and you don't make a big to-do about it. But you would actually move forward and do the uh, cutting and then bring the item to your mouth and, of course, chewing with your mouth closed. Now, you'll notice on this plate that there are peas, which, of course, is difficult to eat along with rice. So here what you would do is you would put some meat on your fork, and then you would actually add the peas to it and then bring that to your mouth, making it very easy to eat. If you are taking a rest, the cutlery is facing up, including the fork, setting it on the outside of your plate, never like oars in a boat coming off the plate, but like this. And then prior to having a sip of your beverage, you would use your napkin or speak to your other guests. And then pick up your cutlery again upside down, cut, move forward, and eat. And coming up next... Uh, we have Rachel with her thrift finds, yes, and she's yes. going to bust out some plates here, too. Yes, so... It's um, a good summer plate we're about to see. I, mm -hmm. I, it was. It was a good summer plate. So so here's a, here's a new sound. Oh. Some Damn, the downloads just skyrocketed. Oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, so this is... <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, a uh, dishwasher washed when I shouldn't have tin oh, serving tray. Man. So a little bit of a different plate. Um, I totally ate off these as a kid. And I don't know if it's it was dangerous to do that. <laughs> but they were definitely like harder to wash. And you would ruin the kind of screen printed kind mm -hmm. of decal on here. But uh, it's so that so this serving tray is probably about eh, a foot foot tall and super thin aluminum tin and the paint is curling off of only the edges so it must be a completely different kind of uh, process that painted this floral red mm -hmm. curly border. Um, and in the center, we have a little boy and a little girl. I called these in my notes baby lovers, which I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> uh, but these are the baby lovers. They're just two children with, with knock knees, and uh, as as you'll we'll find sharing out. Sharing an umbrella. Absolutely, yes. Sharing an umbrella in, in not, not a salty, not a salty bitch in sight. Not a one. Not <laughs> a one. They have flowers for each other. Each of them are holding flowers behind their backs, prepared to give them to one another underneath a patchwork sort of tramp umbrella um pretty so cool right very mm -hmm. cute little and uh, i think the closer you look the more obviously german these children become <laughs> <laughs> which i only say <laughs> because when that happens <laughs> yeah uh and so upon uh googling to find out where these images came from who originally painted these things uh, of course the plate has a uh a trademark on it from gift co inc which is mm. just the very large manufacturer that sent these out to probably dollar general stores everywhere at some point yeah um the painting is actually from a nun whose name was maria Incentia hummel so these are referred to as the hummel children uh, oh they, yeah, yeah, yeah they come in a variety of of poses and things and they were an inspiration for later after her death they were turned into a collective figurine set mm -hmm. uh, yeah large 
uh, figurine selection. And uh, Maria and Sensha Hummel, like I said, was a nun. And many, many women in the church that tended to be artists, they like it, it kind of went hand in hand at a certain time in history where women who were interested in pursuing the arts also would pursue a religious life because when else are you going to be allowed to actually spend your time doing art if you were forced to have like a, a family and a husband and all of that. Yes. So this woman was a very successful artist. She she was very well loved and uh, was unfortunately uh, later employed by the Nazi regime to sort of make them money. So her images mm. were co-opted and, and uh, the profits were then taken for the Nazi regime. I feel like I... Well, knew that after, yeah. you said, after you said that I didn't think I wasn't thinking about it but after you said that I was like yeah I think I do kind of remember the Hummel stuff like, yeah uh, it's and and here it is diluted down yes. into the year 2022 on a on a chintzy yeah tin serving tray that that I accidentally destroyed and just bought because they were two mm. cute kids looking at each other yeah um mm-hmm. But Maria Inocentia Hummel, obviously Maria Innocentia, that is her her Catholic name. That was her uh, the name that she was taken when she was called to life as a nun. Uh, but she had a super cool German name instead. And this being obviously German children, I would like to uh, refer to this little girl by what Maria Inocentia's real name was and what was Maria Inocentia's birth name. Uh, mm. It was a very cool German name, and was it a Franz, mm-hmm. B, Berta, mm. C, Senta, or D, none of the above. It was another cool German name that she didn't get to use for the rest of her life. Those uh, are li- all good names. Very <laughs> nice names that would all look very good on this young baby yes. lover. Yes. Now, Lil, yes. what do you think Maria Innocentia's name was before she was called to the Catholic life? A, Franz. B, Berta. C, Senta. Those Catholics, man. Taking everything about your individuality. They will just take it all and say it is not yours and this is the thing. But yep. you can do art now. Mm-hmm. You don't have For to us. pump anything out. Yeah, you, know, no. you can pump out art instead of babies. Go mm-hmm. nuts. I've never heard the name Senta. That's interesting. But I think I'm going to go with B for Berta. B for Berta. B for mm-hmm. Berta. All right, Toddy. Yes. Marie and Sencha Hummel, who who was the, the fine conceiver of the Hummel children, what was her cool name that she didn't get to use anymore? Was it A, Franz, B, Berta, C, Senta, or D, none of them. I'm holding, I'm, I am withholding a cooler <laughs> name from you that Maria took. Uh, huh. You said Berta. Mm-hmm. She did. She selected Berta. Seems Liberta. like a teacher's name. Miss Berta. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Another popular profession for nuns. Sure, I think I might go with A. Okay. Uh, I might go with Franz. Franz. I think Franz is kind of a name of the time, and for some reason, it seems like a name that you just take from someone and give something else because, fr- <laughs> like, it just seems you get like- a Z. No, you don't get a Z anymore. Yeah, no one gets Z's anymore. We're we don't Catholics. want to write that in cursive. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I will say that I will go with A. Franz was the name taken from her. All right. So Marie and Sancha Hummel, the wartime German nurse, uh, Lil believes that her her name was Berta Hummel, 
and that is correct. Oh, Her name was Berta. Lil with a point. Yes. Two and points. And <laughs> answered A, Franz, which was incorrect. Franz mm. is actually the first name of the man, uh, Goebbels, Franz Goebbels, who eventually made the figurines out of the Hummel painting. So that's oh, his first okay. name. That's where I yes. got that one from. And Senta was uh, Maria Innocentia's uh, sister, blood sister, who outlived her to be uh, like 100 years old and was able to represent her sister's art past her death after tuberculosis. Whoa. So that's where that one came from. Ah. Senta was somebody's name. Yes. And she did help in the... That's nice yeah. that someone got that name. Yeah, somebody got Senta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So two points, still with one. Rachel has three. All right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And my next question is going to be about Gift Co. So now that we talked about the cool artist that actually made the the very touching, sweet art that is on the front of this serving tray, let's talk about the chintzy reproduction. Mm-hmm. So Gift Co. is a uh, super nondescript, upon Googling, a super nondescript uh, distribution company that distributes, uh, literally it describes it as your logo. We put your logo oh, on yes. what oh, you yeah. want it yes. on and we'll yes. send it out. Yes. So, uh, Giftco, according to their FAQs, is well aware that there are thousands of promotional items, but we, Giftco, have specialized in the following. We specialize in t-shirt bears, sport balls, mm-hmm. tin signs, and what else? What else goes with these many chintzy reproductions? Uh, do they also create, Toddy, desk calendars with your logo? Oh. Do they make clocks with your logo? Oh. Or do they make keychains with your logo, along with the t-shirt, bear, sports ball, and tin signs? Or it's just something else. Or is it none of those? What else does Gift Code distribute with whatever you tell them to put on it? Better be giving me some business cards and some stickers. That should that should be right out the <laughs> ah, gate. Ah, shit. <laughs> um, I'll, ta- I'll talk to them. They said they were well aware of the yeah. thousands of promotional items. Yeah, but imagine, imagine like, yeah, yeah, let's get some business cards going. And a guy goes, well, what do you think about clocks? <laughs> I don't know. Everyone needs time. And you go, you know what, man? Yeah, dude, let's get. <laughs> let's gift time. Let's give the gift of yeah, time. People already want, hey, look at the clock. You look what at us. What time is right? it? Give this person money. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those are all likely, but, uh, huh, I think there could be something that I'm not thinking about. Something that, that pairs well with t-shirt bears. Yes. I feel like we've all gotten t-shirt bears. We didn't know where to put them. We didn't know there's a t-shirt alligator on that mantle yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. That's they, even better than a t-shirt bear. The thrifty mantle oh. has a lot of past items on it that's been on the show, and we do have a little alligator in a little t-shirt. Um, I was just checking on my little alligator who's in the front room, which we call jail, with my clothes <laughs> and the clothes that I sell. And I've noticed he's sleeping on them. He's sleeping on them, which is not preferred, but there are plenty worse things he can do. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with D here. Because I think there could be mm. something much cooler. I think I am keeping it from you, keeping the cool thing yes, that they distribute. Yes, because there could be there could wraps. be something cooler. Because if they can do stuff like that, then they could do about anything. So maybe pendants would be a sick maybe one. mugs, mm. maybe mugs, oh, maybe ma- mouse pads. The options Maybe are endless. Toilet seat endless. covers. Toilet seat covers. Um, toilet seat liners. Ooh. <laughs> See that? That got three people yeah. interested. 
Imagine getting your brand off the ground, and you're like, yeah, we got some toilet seat liners. So Sanitation (laughs) on your mind? It's important to us. (laughs) So I'm going to go D. I'm going to say D with this one, and I think it would be the first D that I answered today. All right. Not that I've done well today, but. You're doing your best. We know it. So, Lil, what, along with their uh, patented, I assume, T-shirt bears, sport balls, and tin signs, what else is Giftco known for uh, distributing as promotional items? Is it A, desk calendars, B, clocks, C, mm-hmm. keychains, or D, something else even cooler? I'm going to go with B, clocks. All right. Because okay. it's always on the wall. Like you said, you're always looking at it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Some you're always gonna see. I think uh-huh. it would be closer to, uh, those kind of physical items that you mentioned they do make than a desk calendar or a keychain. They pairs well. Pairs well. All right. <clears throat> so, of the thousands of promotional items that can be distributed by something like a gift co, um. Along with t-shirt, bear, sports ball, and tin signs, they also specialize in, uh, Toddy said, believes that I did not tell you what they specialize yeah, in. Yeah, I think it's something cooler. And that's 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 not correct. I did oh. tell you the very uh, simple simple household item that they do. Damn. Put whatever you want on. Uh, really and blowing Lil it here. answered, clocks. That is correct. Oh, clocks whoa. is correct. Something just as straightforward as straight up. Here's a football with right. your logo on it. Here's a clock. You need the or time. Or someone says like it's Miller it. time, or even <laughs> it's, it's Budweiser time. time. It's or time it's to get thrifty. Time. It's time to get thrifty. Oh, wow. Shit. Wow. I think you need some thrifty clocks. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe hit up Giftco. Maybe I definitely need more stickers for sure. So that is <laughs> where we're listening up there. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> you want to make some stickers? We need yeah. some stickers made. Sure. So that gives Lil three points. Toddy still has one. Yeah. So that it, makes me and Lil tied for, oh. for these deities. Yes, you two are tied, and it looks like I'm, I'm falling by the wayside. Yeah. So it might be between Vegas and a double date, because yeah. I don't think anybody's going to be stinking. That sounds really nice. <laughs> yes. So cool, cool, cool. All right. So, so my next, my next item that I brought is actually a set, a set of dishware. It is a small bowl, a tiny little teacup mug, and a plate, of course. Mm-hmm. All imprinted, all painted with the exact same clown head. Of course, I brought clown plates. You can't clown just plates. tell me to bring a plate and don't think that I have a clown version of whatever you're it's, asking it's me a, to it's a, it's a whole set. So as a, as a show today, we have five clown plates. And the episode was just plates. <laughs> I, I'm sorry you asked yes. me no it's great no I, did, I wanted you for this, this episode is, yes that's so why I, I did a different episode last week because I wanted to wait <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah Got, got my my clown opportunity again. Mm-hmm. So uh, these plates were made by the let's see how I pronounce this the uh, Bear Ruther Wald Sassen uh, Bavarian uh, ceramic company. So you did a good un- job. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. I always do. Um, <laughs> these are also German, but the closer you look at him, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. <laughs> you can't smell it on. <laughs> yeah, you can't tell that these these ones are. But of course, it's the same matching head from from mug to bowl to plate, and of course, they made many different sets of different clown heads, which I of course have found and have put on a wish list on my Etsy somewhere. I would mm-hmm. like to have more clown faces because 
when people find out I'm clown keeper, blah, 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 they always ask, <laughs> what's your favorite kind of clown? And he, he is one of them. He's, he's definitely, he's very uh, flat colored, not a lot of detail, not a lot to him except for big red smile and, mm-hmm. and big red nose. Big bright I can see you getting a tattoo similar to that, but maybe a little smaller. On my feet here, on my feet oh. here, uh, as as the as the podcasters can see, yes. I have very similar uh, simplistic clown heads tattooed yes. on the tops of my feet. Mm-hmm. How many so tattoos right. do you have, approximately? I'm gonna ask you to count because I won't. Okay. Well, <laughs> so, I don't yeah. want to stare at exactly. You, your no, body. so I don't know. The answer is always <laughs> it's I the do marbles and marbles in the jar. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, Whoever it, guesses correct. That actually could be a fun thing if you like to publicly do that sometimes. Hey, that. Honestly, if I'm going to be able to live out my dreams of being like a circus sideshow character, the tattooed yeah. lady yeah. being like a guessing game of the tattooed lady, that'd be a pretty fun one. I'd like you could to just be- kind of stand there on a pedestal and have like a tank top and shorts and people could just walk around yes. you. Yeah. Well, my other idea was always to be a human eye spy so that I would, oh. when I die, come with a dice, list dice of things you can find. Yeah. <laughs> I guess in a morbid way, watching a very tattooed body decay would be kind of fun. Definitely going to science. Yeah. I I would like to see which tattoos get eaten first, you know, by the the various decaying. See, we're on the same wavelength here. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But yeah, as we discuss your decaying body. (laughs) (laughs) And plans for it. Yes. So, so yes, I very, I very much enjoy these very simple clowns. These are microwavable. I believe I've microwaved them and nothing has happened. So I eat off <laughs> these all the time. So uh, good. <laughs> I have a couple other, of course, clown mugs and collectibles that I don't use, but these are a very practical one. They yeah. are important to me. Um, and of course, we're going to do the obligatory. I'm going to talk about who, who, who made these because we care. We definitely mm-hmm. care. Uh, so obviously the, the Bear Ruther Wald Sasson company, which, uh, the year that I was born went bankrupt. So as many, I assume decorative novelty, uh, dishware companies have gone, uh, they, they went the way of bankruptcy. So in 1994, the year that I was born, apparently a lot of, a lot of different companies filed for bankruptcy. It must've been a very pivotal time in the (laughs) nineties. So I came in and a whole lot of things had to go. Yeah. Um, in 1994, uh, another company that had gone bankrupt was a very popular, we're speaking of animation and these animation style clowns, a very popular company that went out of business was Croyer Films. And Croyer Films was responsible for a very popular animation that was very environmentally uh, conscious and environmentally forward and very well known for, for those ideals. So the company that, that made this incredibly impactful film uh, is 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 now uh, out of business. But what film was the Croyer Film uh, Company responsible for? Uh, I guess we start with, do we start with Toddy this time? I think so, yeah. So, Toddy, in 1994, when I was born, and all these companies were, were, were told to beat it, yeah. Uh, Croyer Films was responsible for something that still wasn't able to save them. Croyer Films was responsible for, A, the movie Fern Gully. Love that movie. B, Rescuers Down Under. Love that movie. Look, mm, C. Titan A.E. 
Love that movie. Love these movies. Tight, Titan AU came out that long ago? What, that's up to you. You got to oh, yeah, figure out true. if Croyer Films, you think I'm going to tell you these things? That's funny. That's was, funny. Was Croyer Films responsible for this? So, yeah. yes, another company that was that was put out of business in 1994 was responsible for one of these films. Or it could be none of those. And it's another environmentally forward film that I did not mention. Hmm. Uh, was it A, Fern Gully, B, Rescuers Down Under, or C, Titan AE, Toddy? Hmm. Those are all good. I don't think it's D. I think it's one of those three for mm-hmm. sure. But I'd like to think it could be D. And it's another fun movie you mentioned that I go, oh, that's a good movie. Dang. Um, Yeah, Fern Gully fucking rocked. Um, the Owl was super spooky. Um, no, that was not that. That What was I thinking of? It's not Fern Gully. It's the one where it's a chicken. Uh, Rock-a-doodle. That's Ro- not even nearly classic the same in Rock the same way. Doodle. But no, Fern Gully was the one where <laughs> was the pollution fairy one. Absolutely. Which yes. was still very, very good. Yes. Yes. And there was Pollution trees. fairy. The pollution <laughs> fairy. Well, no, the fairy said we don't like pollution. Yeah, absolutely. They were dying out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and was, it, was that who, who Croyer Films was responsible for? Mm. It couldn't save them. Well, they could. Are they? Huh. I'm going to say. Those lovable mice in that sardine can on that albatross. Oh, I'm John gonna go, Candy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, you know, there's a, I, I guess there's supposedly in the, in the rescuers, there's supposed to be a sex scene in that. No. Yeah. There's supposed to be a, a hidden sex scene. In, in the it. original rescuers or in the rescuers down under? I actually don't know. Maybe one in each. The original rescuers happened no, in the bayou. Yeah, with a skeezy lady, I can I can see her giving somebody something in the bayou. Well, they were they were, yeah, that would be fun. I would even be interested. Um, <laughs> it's already hot. Not a lot of yeah, clothes uh, on. Yeah, that's true. Um, but no, they were like flying. There's in a in there's a shot in either one of these films. I can't remember which where they were flying through the air, and as they passed through this building, apparently like two cartoons were having sex. In a building. In a building that they flew by. Maybe that's maybe no. that is what put Croyer Films out of a job. Yeah, that could put be too much sexiness. But that's what I'm going to go. I'm going to go with B. All right, all right. Okay. Toddy says B. Lil, what what film was Croyer Films Industries responsible for? Were they responsible for Fern Gully, Rescuers Down Under, Titan A.E., or none of the above? I'm going to go with A. Mm. Fern Gully. Mm-hmm. Fern Gully. Feeling ferny. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you answered A, Fern Gully, and Lil, that is correct. Oh. That is like the Lil, I think film. Oh, yeah. I think by default you have one. You but- have. Oh. I can know, I cannot impress upon the Double score. dates Double coming date. up, but there I guess will be I am wrong with the rest Whatever, it's we- my cold can up his ass right now. <laughs> so, yeah, I th- you can take this? him home, but if just you want remember. It, you come and you get it yourself. <laughs> Dude. It, have we said this on mic? We have like seltzer cans, and with the elf daddy puppet, there's you in know, order to keep him upright sitting. and chilled and lovely. I have inserted no. <laughs> that. Echo. No, don't go up and down. <laughs> I didn't ask for that. <laughs> I didn't ask for that motion. <laughs> but elf has a can. Elf has a can of and his has puppet had, ass. Has had for. And he was. Time. And he was maybe. just. What is the word for it's it? A, it's a backwards koozie 
My God, Rachel, you're a genius. I know. If I put it, if I flip it up, you'd have to hold him upside down. And drink from his ass. Yeah, so Elf Double date idea. You're welcome. Bobbing up and down on this can. I'm going to get some garlic salt. I'm going to get some cold, some cold ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up and down on this can. His puppet ass is going up and down, gyrating up this can of seltzer and back down. Well, I am sorry. I need to wash my eyes. Yeah. And and Toddy, you answered B, which is wrong. And wrong. wrong. Bad. Oh, Too uh, bad. Rescuers out down under though. My my favorite underrated environmental friendly film. Definitely one of my favorite. And yeah. Titan A E did not come out that long ago. Titan A E was far far newer than that. And albatrosses are huge. And I'm it's a, true that. <laughs> they're big birds. And check out this big fucking bird. Hanging out with like two well-dressed mice that I believe were in love periodically. Absolutely. That's a good crew. You ever just sit on your porch and an albatross flies by with a sardine can with two mice in it dressed? That's a good day. No, sir. No, sir. You have not. You have not experienced that. Yeah. Guess we smoke things differently. (laughs) Yes. So to circle back around to clowns, obviously with my yeah. with my clown plate collection here, um, I love I love this clown's two D face as I have mentioned, and it seems to be a fairly generic uh, face paint arrangement. Yes. Uh, I'm sure to some clown out there, this face paint must be patented. Most clowns have their own patented oh, face paint that, that nobody else is allowed to use, um, and in order to uh, copyright such such a thing and perhaps this clown did not mm-hmm. and that's why his face has been reproducted so many times perhaps he did not preserve his face paint in the way that you are meant to which is to paint your face paint on one item that goes into a clown uh, vault in which all face painted clowns are are kept um, but you must you must paint this face onto a certain item and what is the item that you must archive your clown face on there is there's something you must you must paint him on and, and present to this to this vault um is it a a ceramic dish you must put your face paint on a dish to be preserved okay Whoa. b you must paint it onto a mirror so that the person in the vault is able oh. to see your face paint as it would appear on a that face. is a hall of mirrors Ooh. ah or c an egg you gotta paint it on an egg and you gotta keep that egg in the vault you gotta be real careful with that egg one of these three items, or D, none of these items, is an item that any clown looking to copyright their face paint must apply their face paint to in order to archive it. Uh, Lil. This is a great question. Yeah, I hope so, because I, I feel like I choked it out. This is a great question. Those are all wildly... What was my... I had a clown Tyson. question that was... You did. That it was, was like... Uh, oh, it was like the etiquette of clowns. Yes, or clown etiquette. So this is similar to that. Yes, so but clown like, etiquette of copywriting. Yes. So mm. in order to copyright your clown face, I was afraid when I was halfway through the question that this was something you totally already asked us on the clown. No, way. no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, so Lil, uh, must you paint it to a plate? Must you paint your copyrighted image to a mirror? Uh, or must you paint it to an egg? Or none of those. You must paint it to some other weird item that gets kept in a vault. I'm gonna go with A. It's I think it's gonna be easier to store in a vault um, than the other two. Although a hall of mirrors of like clown faces would be pretty cool, pretty on brand. Um, and it would be a perfect plate of shrimp for it Aww. to have to be a plate. <laughs> yes, with the clown on the episode. 
about plates <laughs> and sometimes clowns. Look at um, yeah. sometimes, usually. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes clowns. Yeah. So, yes, you believe that choosing A would mm-hmm. tie up what we're doing here yeah. today. Very yes, well. It would tie yeah. it up go, go with, with a, a nice so bow. Lil believes that clowns must copyright their face paint by applying it to a preserved ceramic dish. Toddy, do you believe that clowns must copyright their face paint on a dish? Yeah. A mirror? An egg? Or none of those? Hmm. See, here's an interesting part of this. Those are all very breakable items. All of them are breakable. Mm-hmm. All of them are breakable. And so if it's any of them, that's unfortunate. What if you drop an egg? It's done. Are you not copyright anymore? <laughs> but, but I would also assume that when you look in the mirror and that person's got their face paint on, do they take your face? Do they take Whoa. your face? That's also a part of it. That's also part of it. What um, do you think, Toddy? Eggs are an interesting thing because, like Easter, like when you made Easter eggs as a kid, that was kind of it felt seminal to do. Have you ever, both of you as cat owners, have you ever given your cats an egg before and see what happens? Like a hard boiled egg, yeah. No, I have not tried that. Okay, well try it out. <laughs> uh, a hard boiled one or or w- just a regular one? Just and regular, just an egg. There is a difference. There is a difference in like the way an egg they spin is to and... eat or to, as toy. No, not not as a food. You gave your cat an egg. Oh hell yeah! I've given my. I've, well, I tried. I tried to give him scrambled eggs. I heard it was good for them. They Sometimes like it. As a I treat. gave him like a cut up. Penny heart. and Walker were served eggs. Cut up hard boiled egg. Yo, that's crazy. I know people give them to their dogs. No, well, it's like a. It's said that a cat, like cats and dogs, know to take care of it if you give them an egg. I have oh, heard that. Oh. So if you present them with an egg, they know like delicate, delicate. Be nice. Stuff. Be nice. Oh, interesting. To it. Brother. Yeah, no, I gave him a cut up cooked egg. Brother's nice to the egg. Brother knows. Brother knows to be delicate around the egg. Oh. Yeah, he knows. Very that. interesting. He's aware. Yes, he's aware Good to job, be delicate brother. about mm-hmm. the egg. He also. Short sidebar. I always put like if you ever want your cat, like your cat to 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 like, like if if he's ever lost in the house, I go on YouTube.com and say like play this sound and your cat will come and cuddle you. Yes. Or play this sound and your cat will do this. He does all that stuff. He respond. He's a predictable kitty. Yeah. He will be like you know like play this cat in danger noise and see what your cats do. Oh. And like some cats will be like I don't fucking care. And And brother will be like. Bro, what is What's wrong? How do we help? How yeah, do we help? Yeah, he do does we do, do that. Where is it? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, A though. I'm gonna go with A plate. You said A too. They both yes. You both you both. I have went with plates because that. wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't, wouldn't that be, be cool? Just It'd to be like a plate of shrimp. Like open a plate of shrimp. Open you know? it up and just be like, here's the clowns. I think that's what I'm gonna call. <laughs> yeah. Here they are. I think that's what I'm gonna refer to your pink hair as is shrimp pink. Shrimp oh, yeah. That's some cool. well fed flamingo shrimp pink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shrimp pink is very yes. funny. Yes. <laughs> you can't eat it, though. No. Please don't. Yeah. Please don't. <laughs> we work very hard on that. Yes. Uh, so, you guys both believe that clowns, in order to copyright their face paint, must paint and preserve it on a ceramic dish. Mm-hmm. That's incorrect. What? That'd be too convenient. I'm oh, glad yeah. to be too you convenient. You're welcome for to keep you on your clown toes. Both of um, us are wrong, huh? The correct answer is C egg. 
Oh. Yes. But I what to I believe, I thought yeah. you were gonna. I was yeah. counting on it. You really went on that egg tangent. Yeah. I and that's why to... I dropped it because I'm like, I'm talking too much. This is wrong. This is too many eggs. Yeah. I'm impressed nobody picked Mirror because I thought of that one all by myself and thought it would be a really That'd cool really art cool. display. So yeah. uh, anybody out there? It's a who, good premise for yeah. a movie, right? Mm-hmm. Hall, Hall of Clown Mirrors. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yes, yeah, see eggs, and I believe well, what I have read is that they do pinhole and drain the yeah. egg, so it yes. is just a husk, the egg dried shell husk. kept over yeah. time. And and that would make a lot of sense because traditionally eggs are smaller, so like you just do a little ditty, and, and that's your head. That's exactly. your head. Plates hard to store. Mirrors. That's the thing. Mirrors hard to store and mm-hmm. keep. Mm-hmm. So okay. So well, yes, eggs compact. Both 3D, wrong. I guess. So, Lil's still the winner. Lil is She's still, still going on a date. Two mm-hmm. of them at once. Two dates at once. Um, and your two uh, dating uh, partners are very different. Very different. So, it might, it might yeah. be fun to see what the, you know, maybe what jokes they tell on the dates and stuff like that. Um, but they you, both got we're great gonna have to teeth, find, uh, I You know. gotta look at their teeth. Uh, they're chompers. <laughs> uh, the troll deity has uh, their their toenails and fingernails painted. We're gonna have to find somewhere um, to eat that will mm-hmm. allow a pantsless alien and yeah. a shoeless troll with their respected dietary restrictions. Yeah, I was gonna say there's probably a lot of dietary restrictions because didn't Elf just eat cats? Yeah, just cat. Yeah, so that that's so, so good luck. You win, so you win, so you've won. DJ Lil's won the first ever multi deity episode. So you walk home Double with deity. two mm-hmm. deities today. Um, before we wrap things up today, I want to give some special shout outs. Uh, shout out number one goes to the entire family who came to my last vendor event and said they were happy that Thrifty was back. So thank you to the entire family. Thank Um, you. But uh, one of them um, popped up at one of my vendor events once upon a time, maybe last year. Um, And they're like, yeah, everyone listens. And I'm like, that's cool. Everyone does. It wasn't a lie. They know what you've been saying. Yeah, sorry for all the cursing, I guess, and all the other weird things (laughs) I say. don't be sorry for you. And then I'm going to give a shout out to my friend Rick and also my friend Tim, who... uh, were adamantly uh, texting me this week about music and art and fun stuff, including the podcast. A special shout out to that. But yeah, how about the family stuff, right? Really cool. Really cool. That's awesome. We're um, part of the family program. So I guess the next time we will be hearing from you, DJ Will, you, uh, you will be... Uh, I'll try to document as much as they like to share publicly. Okay, yes. Yeah, that's fair enough. It's very personal. It's a very personal two deities... One Lil and everybody else get roached. <laughs>